African Union. Now, if you remember, France was one of the top colonizers of Africa and was involved in creating borders of most of the countries. Currently, Africa has 80,000 kilometers of borders. Only 30% are precisely demarcated. To make some sense out of this, we're joined on the line by the AU's Director for Peace and Security, Juan Elgasim, and also Kofi Kouaku, Analyst and Senior Lecturer at the Graduate School of Public and Development Management at Wits University. Gentlemen, good morning. Thank you for joining me. Good morning. Good morning. Mr. Mr. Elgasim, if I can start with you, uh, are you hoping these maps provided by France will help to end border conflicts in Africa? Well, let me first put uh, all this into context. In uh, June 2007, the African Union launched what is now known as the African Union Border Program with three objectives. The first one is delimitation and demarcation of African borders, where such an exercise has not yet been completed. The second one is cross-border cooperation. And the third one is capacity building and resource mobilization. Uh, As part of the border program, we undertook a survey of African borders and we realized that less than a third of African borders were indeed delimited and demarcated. And such situations uh, create potentials for conflict in regional integration and can really slow the progress of the continent towards sustainable peace and development. Uh, as part of this process, we requested former colonial powers, France, United Kingdom, Spain, Germany, Portugal, Belgium, to provide us with maps and their archives relating to African borders. As you know, African borders were defined during the colonial scandal, and we are trying to, uh, to, 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 to generate data from the information provided to facilitate efforts by individual EU member states, by the African Union Commission, to delimitate and demarcate African borders where such an exercise has not yet been completed. Indeed, delimitating and demarcating African borders is one way of preventing conflicts on the continent, but we still have a long way to go. Mr. Elgasim joining us uh, from Ethiopia. Uh, I'll ask you to hold on. Let's, let's ask Mr. Kwaku, who joins us from Wits University, about what he thinks on this. Mr. Kwaku, the purpose of these maps are originally to continue the economic exploitation of, of, of the colonies in Africa. Can we trust these maps or should we be doing our own work? Well, I think it's a combination of both, but I think the AU should do its own homework. It's it just almost unacceptable that until today, we still have the AU depending on former colonizers to provide some geographic realities that really sort of, uh, if you want, um, almost not sabotage uh, uh, our freedom, but lay down, continuously uh, have to lay down our borders and our, the geographic meaning about who we are while the whole continent is attempting to become a whole, which means a whole integrated uh, part. So we have a long way to go, and I have to agree with uh, um, uh, the man from the EU. And if we don't do this homework on our own, it is just almost unacceptable that France is still holding these maps and handing them over or giving uh, the African Union access. Why do we need France to give access to maps today? Mr. Elgasim, why do we need France in this? And, and perhaps you, if you can also tell us what's in the documents, what countries do they list? Uh, well, let, let me again uh, replace all this into context. Um, again, as you know, uh, and this is known to all, including to, to, to our brothers, that African borders were defined during the colonial scandal. Uh, and we are trying to generate as much data, as much information as possible 
on the African borders to in support of our member states. Um, and most of the borders were uh, defined through treaties signed by colonial powers. Uh, in the case in West Africa, in the case in Central Africa, in the case in uh, many other regions on, of our continent. Uh, so it's part uh, it's part of that of that effort to assist member states that we are trying to retrieve as much information as possible. We are referring here to treaties, agreements that were signed by colonial powers by colonial powers during the time where they were colonizing African countries. We are not talking about generating new crops from Africa. We are talking about treaties, agreements that were signed during the colonial period. In the case of France, the period covered is between 1845 and 1856. And by the way, <laughs> we have already received uh, archives from Germany, and we hope to receive archives from other, Africa, from other former colonial powers. And again, and I insist, we are talking about treaties and agreements that were signed during the colonial period. During the colonial period, we are not talking about generating maps for Africans today. Uh, so that is really the context in which this exercise is undertaken. Well, Mr. Uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. El you, you've said now that the, the treaties correspond to 1845 to 1856. Uh, as I understand, they correspond to 45 treaties. Nine, 1956, nine, yes. Nine, 1956, yeah. Yes, and they correspond to 45 treaties regarding 21 countries in the West, the North, and the East of Africa. Why do we need these documents today if they relate to parts of history which we've already changed? Well, you know, when the uh, African leaders met in Addis Ababa in May 1963 uh, to form the Organization of African Unity, which later uh, become the African Union, they decided uh, out of wisdom to retain the colonial borders. They felt that Africa could not afford new conflicts, and as much as the colonial borders were arbitrary in many instances, we needed to retain them for the sake of peace and stability. And history has proved them right. We have fewer border conflicts than indeed many anticipated. Often when African countries, two African countries want to define their borders, they make use of form of the colonial treaties that were signed before they became independent. They make use of maps to see to where the border exactly is lying. So retrieving the archives is part of the effort to support our member states indeed complete the delimitation and demarcation of their borders. I did indicate earlier that in situations where the border is not clearly defined, you always run the risk of a conflict. You always have a potential crisis, especially if that area contains natural resources. So it is in our own interest. It is in our own interest for the sake of peace and stability to ensure that indeed borders are delimited and demarcated. Second, borders that are not delimited and demarcated do not foster regional integration. If you want to put in place a joint border post, you can only put in place when you know where exactly the border lies. So it is important that this African Union border program, which is aims, which aims at preventing conflicts and deepening regional integration, is indeed implemented. And delimitating and demarcating African borders is part of that process, part and parcel of that process of preventing conflicts and deepening regional integration. Mr. Kwaku, I'll give you the final word on this. Could any further damage be caused by these former colonial masters and now as depending on those documents? Well, the, what I think is the long, of, the long shadow of the ghost of the 1884 Berlin Conference still looms large over our heads. 
you know, both geographically and, and, and mentally, we have created those borders while we, we're debating on how do we get the continent to be integrated. And the African Union should find a way. In fact, I would disagree in part that, you know, we have 54 African countries. We haven't had many border problems per se. So those demarcations are still, you know, the, the hands of the colonial groups still holding on. In fact, Coffee. most of the studies are being, are being funded by Germany to look at these borders. And yes. Thank you very much for joining us. Unfortunately, we have to leave it there with you. Uh, Kofi Koaku is an analyst and senior researcher at the Wits University. And I was joined earlier by Juan Elgasim, AU's Director for Peace and Security. Let me try to get through some SMSs before we get to the forum today. Talking about e-tolling, how does it work? Uh, this SMS comes in. Uh, what a refreshing story by cancer chemotherapy pulse. South Africa deserves better and not depressing politics, says Zake Ngomalo in Peter Marisburg. Uh, this SMS, the male contraceptive pull, I'm afraid that men will stop using condoms and by that spread HIV much stronger as Lindile Meyiwa at Protea Glen. Will the e-tolling stop once the loan amount is recovered or will it carry on and uh, the government pocket uh, and the government pocket the profit? Well, there's this one word I have to say there, maintenance.